From Capital Analytics, I'm Abby Malone, and this is Invest Insights. Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Eric Quinn, the CEO of KMI International. Eric, thank you so much for being with me today. That's my pleasure. Let's dive in. Over the last 35 years, you've had led multiple organizations through turnarounds and significant growth. How does having that background influence your leadership style for KMI International? And what does that experience teach you about the importance of creative plays in guiding different types of businesses? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, what I've learned is no one achieves anything alone. And that's probably not an original thought, but it's certainly something that's been ingrained in me over my experiences. Um, so to lead in times of change and certainly turnarounds or even today's environment is full of change. Uh, I've kind of come up with three important elements that have helped me wherever I've been and whatever situation I've confronted. And that's first is to build trust with people one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. uh, this is more important than anything, especially um, to a new leader that's trying to establish trust and credibility within an organization. Um, the second would be to create a positive, open, and transparent culture across the organization. Very important as you're gaining credibility uh, so people will follow you and take your direction. Um, and then once you've done that, once you build that trust and the culture of that positive culture, be decisive and make decisions, make the call. Um, we can let the urgent sense of urgency of the situation dictate how fast you have and how much time you have to get information. But ultimately, the leader needs to make the tough call. And actually, when they don't, um, the team, you can uh, dissolve trust in, in the leader. And, and the leaders don't have to know everything. They have to solicit input and get buy-in. But ultimately, uh, if you've built trust one-on-one, -on -one, you've built a positive, transparent uh, culture that per is pervasive throughout the organization, then you can be decisive and you must be, especially in times of great change during turnarounds. Particularly, you've got to make a lot of decisions. And in the end, you will never have the most positive. You'll never have all the information you need. Make, make the call and decide. Eric, the key issue everyone in construction is facing right now is the challenge with the global supply chain. There are a number of materials that are short or whose lead times are leagues above where they were in 2019. What are some of the creative ideas or innovative workarounds that you and your team have worked with clients to implement? And to what extent do you believe the supply chain has been fundamentally changed for the long term? Yeah, it'll never be the same. Um, supply chain... I think the supply chain issues are more challenging than inflation. Inflation is very top of mind. And sometimes we talk about supply chain, but it's very nebulous. And inflation is very discreet. So we know what that is. That means rising costs. And when you're working on a project or a development uh, initiative, costs are math. You know, you're going in and the costs rise 20%. And that either meets your investment criteria or it doesn't. So that's simple, straightforward math. Or if you're within a project and costs are escalating, you can change the scope, you can value engineer your product, 
uh, your materials. But again, it's math. What is much more difficult in my experience is supply chain issues. And what that means is uncertainty. So when you have a supplier that typically the lead time on an item is two weeks and they quote you 35 weeks, 40 weeks, what they're saying is, I don't know. I'm just going to throw something ridiculous at you that you can't hold me accountable for. And if it comes in earlier, great. I'm a hero. So how do you deal with uncertainty on a project? That completely destroys your schedule. That's going to add general conditions. So many elements. And you can't pencil that in in the beginning of what the impact of uncertainty is going to have. Um, you know, when the supply chain started to blow up. Uh, this was early, probably late 2019 even, because we were going into Lunar New Year in China. And since so much of our supply chain comes from China, um, Lunar New Year is the largest mass migration of people and you have all the factories and the ports and everything shut down. So this was happening in China, right? Before we even could spell COVID here in the United States. So the disruption was already happening as you have this massive buildup. It's the largest shipping uh, season of the year right when COVID hits. So right when the most critical point of the supply chain is happening, you had shutdowns, you had factories shut down, ports shut down, drivers. So you have that, and then you go into this period of low demand. You know, demand gets shut off, projects get shut down, Demand is completely disruptive. And now you've got containers and ships and material all in the wrong place. And then what none of us expected, I don't think any of us, particularly in the construction industry, expected was the rapid demand increase, where we went from high demand to almost no demand to then higher demand than we had before uh, the pandemic. So that only exacerbated everything. Um, and remember that when we say building materials, we're not talking about a single commodity. We're talking about a very diverse amount of commodities, such as lumber and trusses, uh, HVACs, you know, mechanical equipment, electrical, FF&E, tile and flooring. These are all have completely different raw materials, completely different manufacturing um, sources logistics, supply chain, distribution. So it's very, it's much more complex than just building materials because each one has to be treated differently and lead times and, and even where you are. We're here in Florida, so the building codes are different. So to get the types of windows we need here will take much longer because they're much more specialized than say you would have in the Northeast. So these are the types of things we've seen, uh, the issues, you know, but then there's, You know, what do we do about it? What have we done? And we've helped our owners mitigate the impact of the supply chain in some ways, most importantly, with um, direct purchases by owner of key uh, materials, particularly uh, uh, mechanical equipment, long lead time items or uncertain lead time items where we've encouraged and helped facilitate owners make direct purchases. For example, we were working on a hangar for a client and uh, it required an engineered metal building. So we uh, worked with the owner 
and made the purchase of the direct of uh, the uh, engineered metal building in advance while we were in negotiation with the general contractor. So before the contract was even signed, this critical piece of equipment, this building was already in production. So we saved all that lead time. We've also seen owners uh, buy material in advance, again, direct purchase by the owner and store them, lease a warehouse space to try to mitigate that uncertainty. And also it saves them some cost because they can avoid the general contractor's markup, even when that's not always their intended purpose, there is a residual benefit. Eric, in our interview with you for our annual publication, Invest Orlando, you spoke about the Enough is Enough initiative to make the industry more diverse. In an era where headlines are asking what happened to the labor pool, how is this just one example of creativity driving solutions to problems? And what other innovative ideas do you think the industry should look at, both to address labor and equity? Yeah, I love that question because we started this Enough is Enough initiative in the summer of 2020. And um, we noticed in our industry that our industry significantly lacks diversity. That's commercial real estate, design and engineering, construction management. And um, you think about it, we build projects for a very diverse population, but the decisions are being made by a very um, small group of individuals. So it's uh, very important, it's smart business to introduce more diverse thought and more diverse experiences into the projects that we build. So that's, first, it's smart. The second, when you talk about talent and the talent pool, uh, in my opinion, people aren't looking in the right place. We were just up we have a partnership with Florida A&M University in Tallahassee, and we were just up there two weeks ago. And I spent two hours with several of their students, and I would have hired all three of them that day if I could have. Um, very impressive. And the hard work that they have to go through to get through a program like that, the challenges they have to, have to face, um, grooms them and creates character and, and work ethic that you may not have seen with someone who's taken an easier, easier path. So. Uh, I think this is critically important for our industry. I think it's the right thing to do. Uh, I think it's smart. And for anyone that's looking for talent and particularly that wants to add uh, a more diversive, uh, diverse and inclusive workforce, I highly encourage anyone to develop relationships with those historically black colleges and universities like Florida A&M. There's great talent there. They're hardworking. And we need to expose them to our industry and the opportunities that we have because they may not have seen anyone like them in positions like ours. So it's the right thing to do. And it is very important to me. Absolutely. Diversity is absolutely key. Well, thank you, Eric, so much. I enjoyed our conversation today. I did too. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.